Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Let's talk about digital enterprises today. What does it mean by digital? We've heard about it. We've read about it. Let's define it a little bit today. Technically, we went digital when we invented the computer and started using it for business purposes. Any organization that uses computers is technically a digital enterprise. But is that the true definition of digital in the second decade of the 21st century? Think about it. If you really ask me, a simple definition for me for a digital enterprise is an enterprise that is truly connected digitally. What does that mean, truly connected? I think all the content that the organization has, whether all the data that the organization has, is valued as a digital asset and mapped as well. So if I want to access any data within the organization, I should be able to access it quickly. I should know that that data exists. I should know where that data exists, and I should be able to access it quickly, uh, provided I have access to that kind of data. The second aspect, I think, is all the processes within the organization are integrated. All the different departments within the organization are integrated which means we have a very clear understanding of which process accesses which data, supports which business function, and so on and so forth. The third aspect about digital is everything is secure. So when I say anybody should be able to access any data, what I mean is anybody who has access should be able to access any data. And there should be digital governance over all the data, all the processes, and all the systems within the organization. And the fourth aspect that I feel is we should be able to generate reports. Uh, We should be able to visualize any part of the data or any part of the organization quickly, efficiently to be able to take tactical and strategic decisions about the organization. That, in summary, is my view about uh, digital enterprises. Now, let's talk about this a little bit more. Why do we need digital enterprises? Agility, straight and simple. Agility in two ways. One is Agile processes. And when I say agile processes, I don't mean Scrum or XP or anything specific like that. I mean everything, all the agile processes that exist. Now, there's a debate out there that agile is a part of lean processes. And there are other people who say lean is a part of agile processes. And I'm not going to take any sides here. I'm going to bundle them all together and say that all agile processes or lean processes, you may call it whatever you want, are and have to be a part of digital enterprises, otherwise it's not really digital enterprises. Which raises an interesting question, how agile is truly agile, or how lean is truly lean? And we can get into the concepts of capability frameworks and, um, I don't know, capability majority models, and you can get to decide what a mature agile process is for you, or what a lean process is for you, and, and, and go from there. So let's not discuss that, at least not in this particular episode of the podcast. There is another episode of the podcast that I've done in the past that talks about the skills framework and the capability framework and how you can define how mature you are and so on and so forth. Let's leave that topic for a different episode. The other aspect of agility is organizational agility. And this is not specific to any particular process. 
this is how quickly can an organization really transform or adapt to changing technologies or changing business models and so on, which brings us to a very interesting topic, uh, which is business models. An organization is truly a digital enterprise when it can leverage digital capabilities to be able to transform its own business model. Take the example of, um, of Netflix. Netflix was really into movie renting and it was in competition with Blockbuster and I've talked about this in uh, in one of my previous episodes. Netflix actually went to Blockbuster to sell itself, to make a proposal to them so that Blockbuster buys out Netflix. And the model that, well, they were innovative right from the beginning, you know, the Blockbuster had stores. So if you wanted to rent a movie, you would have to go to a store and rent it. Netflix was the first to come up with the concept of sending movies to your home by mail. You know, they would send a movie to your uh, mailbox and then you watch the movie and keep it back. And then uh, whether, you know, I think they started with the DVDs. Uh, I don't think they had the mailing order model during the VHS cassette tapes uh, era. But they were innovative and they came up with the idea of mailing the movies to the customers um, and then they watch the movie and keep the movie back in their mailbox which gets picked up the next day and it was an interesting business model and that was the time when they went to Blockbuster with a proposal that Blockbuster buy out Netflix which by the way Blockbuster refused and they also refused to listen to the concept of mailing and providing doorstep delivery type of service to the customers because they had heavily invested into brick and mortar stores and it didn't make sense to them. But Netflix did not stop innovating. The next step that they took was, and I don't think they were the original innovators or inventors of the idea of streaming content, right? I think the concept of streaming content started with Apple when Apple started uh, streaming content over iTunes. Um, I'm not entirely sure which one came first, but I'm, you know, someone can do the research themselves. It's not a problem. The point is, Netflix started the concept of streaming content over the internet and they used digitized technology to transform their business entirely. You know, that is a digital enterprise. Can you or can you not use digital technologies? And technologies are going to continue to evolve. Yesterday it was internet, then came mobility and mobile phones. And then, you know, today we have a plethora of different new innovative technologies coming in, whether it's blockchain, whether it's Web 3.0, whether it's metaverse and virtual reality and augmented reality and the immersive experience, or whether it's artificial intelligence and machine learning and chat GPT and what have you. Technologies are going to continue to evolve. The question that arises is, how agile is your organization and how quickly can it adopt these upcoming new technologies, not just the technologies for technology's sake, but to uh, evolve um, the organization into new business outcomes. That is a definition of a digital enterprise in the 21st century. But that's not all. Let's talk about the competition. Today, organizations that are not digitally agile are soon going to die out. Unless they become a digital enterprise, they will not be able to survive the competition. New organizations that are coming into the business, uh, whether it's startups or whether it's um, uh, small organizations and MSMEs are extremely agile and focus a lot on digital, uh, digital technologies and digital agility. So just to retain your leadership position, you need to go agile. But that's not just it. If you're a new organization, if you are the startup, and if you want to compete 
with a larger organization, digital could become one of the weapons that you could use against them because larger organizations are usually not as agile as smaller startups and MSMEs can be. The third concept, which I think digital enterprises need, you can't really call an organization a digital enterprise unless they have speed. Now, speed is a relative concept. If you remember, there was a time when people used to believe that it's not possible to run a mile within four minutes. And then there was was someone called Roger Bannister who broke that record for the first time. Um, I think this was sometime in the 1950s. And then within a few years itself, or a very short period of time, there were a number of people who started breaking that record. So it is a... So it was a notional barrier that a four-minute mile cannot be breached. And once one person broke that record, many people started breaking it. That's what's happening within organizations. The speed barriers are being broken by you know, new startups, new technologies, new organizations, whether you call it turnaround times of projects or whether you call it transformation of an organization from one business model into another business model, whether you call it mergers and acquisitions, the amount of time that is beca- that is being taken to accomplish these projects is becoming shorter and shorter and shorter. And it is digital technologies and digital uh, mindsets that can help an organization become uh, faster when it comes to their turnaround times. And this also includes value chains. There's a beautiful book that I uh, read a long time ago. It is called Thinking in Systems by Donelia H. Meadows. And this book is like the Bible for me. I keep going back to this book again and again. And every time I read this book, I sort of, um, I, I gain new insights about about systems and about organizations and about, you know, literally, as the name of the book suggests, thinking in systems. And it talks about a very interesting a challenge that enterprises usually face. And that is, Systems have um, dependencies. So let's take the example of the business of, let's say, I don't know, energy drinks. Um, There are dealers all over the country who sell energy drinks and there are people who buy it. And then what happens is there are distributors who supply energy drinks to the dealer based on the demand of that particular dealership in that particular area. And then... There's the manufacturer who essentially uh, manufactures the energy drinks and supplies it to the distributors of different territories and so on. Now, it so happens that um, an advertisement comes out that shows one of the popular or not so popular artists drinking that particular energy drink, all right? And the area to which that particular artist belonged to suddenly sees a rise in the demand of that particular energy drink. I mean, people feel sort of it's a personalized feeling that this guy belongs to our area and he's advertising this particular energy drink, so I want to get more. I'm just giving you a scenario. So what happens is suddenly the the demand goes up, right? And all the energy drinks get sold and there's a high demand and there's no supply. So the dealer uh, tells the distributor that I need, uh, I was selling, let's say, 100 energy drinks a day or 50 energy drinks a day. Suddenly, the demand has risen up to, I don't know, 150. The distributor supplies it, but then uh, his supply of energy drinks is calculated. So other dealers suddenly 
uh, don't get sufficient energy drinks and then because of lack of supply the demand goes up there and then they decide to buffer it a little bit so usually they sell 50 energy drinks they decide that okay considering that the supply is not uh, regular i'm going to buy uh, 100 energy drinks and store it so now what happens is the demand from other dealers also goes up and the and the distributor decides that all right i'm going to ask the manufacturer to uh, manufacture more so that i can supply to all these dealers but in the meantime what happens is um the effect of the advertisement fades after a few days and you know people go back to their original demand and and suddenly now the same thing happens with all the other dealers because now they have an oversupply of energy drinks and now the manufacturer goes back and so on so there is because of a certain delay that is there between the dealer and the distributor and the manufacturer all of this happens so so the book basically talks about how do you you know manage your value chain and Uh, this is a supply chain really but i'm calling it a value chain because it doesn't have to be a supply chain it could be anything it could be software development it could be um, any kind of business how do you manage your value chain and how do you transform it in such a way that that you are agile that you are able to without having too much waste manage the demand and the supply in the best possible manner so that's really uh digital enterprises it's agility in all different ways it's agility from uh, all different perspectives uh, it's agility uh, in your products in your business models it's agility uh, in your processes it is organizational agility and your agility to transform it is agility in your value chains it's agility in your speed that i feel is uh digital enterprises and digital transformation in the second decade of the 21st century let me know what you think about this concept um and if you'd like to be invited to this podcast feel free to reach out to me um my contact details are there in the show notes that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoyed the show more about organizational agility innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show but before i end the show i want you to help me out with this one little thing pause the show and share this podcast via whatsapp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show it could be anyone your colleague your boss someone in your team that's all i ask just one share with one message via text or whatsapp or any social media of your choice and it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing its listener base Also please don't forget to follow the podcast that way you will get notified when we publish a new episode if you want to find out more about us you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com if you have any ideas thoughts disagreements please feel free to write to me directly we also have a telegram group if you would like to contribute to ea discussions or what have you just search for enterprise architecture radio on telegram or the url to join the group is https://t.me/enterprisearchitectureradio while our contact details are there in the show notes we are very easy to find just search for enterprise architecture radio anywhere twitter linkedin facebook instagram youtube even discord once again i hope you had fun and i'll see you in the next one